Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming up on TMS, there's a door on the roof. Floss Pants Studios. Catch up the gathering. Mashed potatoes regret. It's 4 million Afflecks and 364 Buscemi's away. It's your kids, woman. Mythical medals of lore. We still have tungsten. Horny DOS days. Cloudy with a chance of musk. This comma changes everything. Thanks for coming to my tater talk. Knuckle deep Alzheimer's. Nailing tech to our foreheads with Tom. How to clean your vessel recommendals with Nicole and Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The social register is a flutter as Patricia Plunkett, who was acclaimed last season, presents to Josephine Johnson the bouquet that makes her the glamour deb of 1940. Big G Cereals presents The Magic Secrets Video. The Morning Stream. Sometimes I can, and sometimes I can't. Who gives a damn? Greetings and hello and welcome to the morning stream for November 2nd, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hello and happy hump day. Happy middle of the week. We got a... We got a 222 going, folks. Oh, we do, don't we? A 11 to 22. Yeah. It's not as cool as like a 222. No. How are you going to feel about December 2nd? 12 to 22. Because it's a 1 2 2 2 2 2. I mean, that's as close as we'll get until another pure number. uh, We don't get that until what? 20. uh, 2033. 33. March 3rd, 2033. Yeah, man. That sucks. That's a long time from now i want to celebrate more yeah. of these anyway yeah. welcome back to the show everybody hey uh we got some uh, uh show for you we got all kinds of things recommendals sure. later it's a fun you know wednesdays are fun i think i like them uh tom will be here we got all kinds of fun stuff lined up but yeah. before we go too far i want to say this carter left yesterday all right that was a thing yeah yeah got there safely all as well however oh, good okay. when she got to reykjavik apparently uh everybody there was a little grumpy and okay uh, Grumpy Icelanders. Yeah, grumpy Icelanders at 7 a.m. in the morning. Of course, for her, she was like already kind of jet lagged. It's supposed to be nighttime for her. Sure. sure. Um, But she got there and they were just all a little bit grumpy. She doesn't quite know where to go. No one's there picking her up or anything. So she's got to figure her stuff out. Oh, wow. Okay. She has some directions and stuff. So she's doing that. She she finds this bus. The bus is supposed to take her to a drop that she thinks is just right there by the place she's staying. So it's supposed yeah. to be a perfect little space. Oh god! She gets okay. on this bus. The bus is fine. They get to the thing, and it's a drop, but it's like another four to six blocks away to oh. where she's living, 
which is a long way to go if you're dragging a giant bag plus your carry-on bag plus your other bag. So it's a lot. And it's, you know, early in the morning and people are grumpy and she's just not sure, you know, what she's going to do. And this bus driver says in his very thick Icelandic accent, uh, where are you going? And she's, she explained. And he goes, oh, yes, the, the, the stop doesn't go that far, but I will take you. And this wow. guy just took her on the bus all by her lonesome after he dumped everybody else off and took her straight to the door. It was the nicest thing. Oh, that's so awesome. Holy I feel cow. like I want to send that guy something nice, and I don't even know who that is. We're never going to hear from him again. But, man, nice things go a long way. Uh, and it came all the way back to here where, you know, I've been a little worried about her. She's on her own. Of course. Don't, don't, of course. You want those first interactions to be good ones because they kind of set the foundation for the rest of her trip there. Exactly. So thank you, bus driver rando dude, for being right. nice. And I hope all the people she meets today, because they're all arriving today, I hope they're all very nice as well. I mean, we've yes, heard be, Icelanders. His Ice- name is uh, uh, Ulf Bus Driverson. Yeah, and Bus Driverson has uh, three S's. Uh, right, long line of Bus Driversons over there, and they all drive oh, yes. the bus. Many Bus Driversons. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> sounds like something you'd get at a at an IKEA. Uh, <laughs> do you notice IKEA prices are up? Have you been there lately? No, I haven't been there in a while. I thought they would uh, stay kind of inflation proof. Nobody is, I guess. But that place was like, I thought, I don't know. I just thought it would always be known for that it's less expensive yeah, like and cheap exactly like oh you need a bookcase how's how does 12 dollars sound 12 dollars yeah. sound good for a book, bookcase okay yeah. there you now go. it's a lot a lot more for stuff and i don't i don't like it sir no i don't <sighs> anyway uh so thank well, you it's for those it's those damn democrats scott that are putting all making all the prices up you know they want those prices to go up yeah that's what they want and then when they take power again uh we can blame it on them just like everybody exactly. it's the stupidest you know what it, it comes is, down it to? It's got nothing to do with government. It's got no. everything to do with greedy corporate supply bullshit. Supply and demand and exactly, and greedy corporations. Yeah. Oh, the supply and demand ra- part, oh, I get. Hey, if it's, we all raise our prices together, yeah. uh, then we can all make more money and there won't be uh, one person who's like uh, you know able to capitalize on that. Oh, I love it. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, they're in, ca- <laughs> they're in cahoots, you know. Corporate cahoots, we call it around here, around these places. Right, right. Well, anyway. Welcome to inflation time. It's uh, a good time to be alive. All right, let's move on. We got, <laughs> we got this right here. This would be this would be fun. Uh, we got a, a text from a listener. This is from uh, oh, they're anonymous. I don't have their name. Okay. Regarding anonymous. titanium, because you know this titanium thing keeps coming up. So man, you know, I thought when Sia when we were when we had Sia's song, I thought we were done with titanium. <laughs> you thought I that thought was, was going to be the end all be all of titanium. Well, but, uh, I got bad news for you. We got one wow. at least one more email about it. Um, okay, or All text right. in this case. He says, uh, regarding titanium, not unlike you, I grew up believing titanium to be the near indestructible super metal. That is exactly what I thought growing up. That's what I believed. Yeah, that's so too. Yeah. So you can imagine my disappointment when I first had the opportunity to work with it and found out it offered only slightly more resistance to my tools than your average stainless steel. Oh, man. Wow. Um, says most of it's uh, just the, sorry, mostly it's just the loss of childlike wonder that has lessened its status for me. Like much of humanity, I wish to craft with my <laughs> mythical metals of lore, i.e. or chalium or how do you say that? Or, or rich, a chalcum? Or a chalcum? Or whatever that is. Uh, mithril, obviously. These are all mythical sure, things. Sure. I don't know where that first one came from. Anyway, however, uh, I have learned to appreciate what we have. Boring old steel as we all must <laughs> apologies for the long test have a great day so he didn't really get into why he used works with metals obviously um, yeah, or, or so a calcum as uh, hank the crab says or a calcum what's that is or that from calcum. like a lord of the rings what's that, thing what's or that something from yeah exactly. yeah 
I don't know the source. You'll let us know in a second. I'm sure. Um, you know what it is? It's the fact that the word begins with Titan. Like, it's the first five letters. Titan. Tar- Titanium. Titanium. Like, it's, you know, it's it's supposed to sound like it's rawr, huge and big and, and indestructible and powerful. But it's... Uh, it is lighter, yeah. though, right? That's the why, why people get it on their bikes and yes. stuff? Yes, yeah. 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 So if anything, it's probably less sturdy. No. Okay. Here's why. Here's what I was told. And you know what? This is still true. The reason titanium is cool and still cool is that it's it's only slightly tougher than steel. That's still better than steel, but also weighs a lot less than steel does and still retains the toughness. That still makes it a badass metal. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it's so. a transition. According to Wikipedia, it's a transition metal with a silver color, low density, and high strength, resistant to corrosion in seawater, aqua, regia, and chlorine. So that's another advantage: is that it's uh, it's it, it can't it doesn't rust. Oh, like I see. Stainless steel. It's got some chlorine, yeah. so it's like it smells like going to the pool every time you you have it. Right. <laughs> that's right, exactly. But yeah, so like for for. Um, uh, medical parts like you know uh, uh, prostheses and uh, uh, dental implants and things like that. It's it's going to be lighter um, and and le- and more water resistant or more uh, corrosion resistant than anything. You, th- else. you think platinum's still cool? Like in your head, do you think when people say platinum, you're like, yeah, platinum. That's no, cool. no, platinum's only good for uh, for record albums. Yeah. Yeah, feels yeah. like or fake money in a video game. Ooh, or Olivia Rodrigo's gone platinum. Yeah, and she pro- but not titanium. Did she probably did go platinum, right? I'm, I'm sure she did. That album's great, and it deserved to go platinum. She's a popular lady, you know. The trick I will, part I now will stand behind that at that album. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> the the tricky part now is she has to follow it up, and that's hard. Yes, you know? yes. The the sophomore slump. The uh, the second album always tougher than the first. Yep, and there are cases where you get derided for your second effort. And then later, everybody right. discovers what an amazing thing it is. I'll give you an example. Right. It's like Beastie Boys' Paul's Boutique, man. Paul's Boutique is oh, one of the yeah. greatest yeah. records, hip-hop records ever made. But when it came out, people were like, eh, this doesn't sound like License to Ill at all. This is not good. Where's my fight for your right to party? Yeah, this that's what I fun. want. This is much fun. Yeah, that's lame. And it turned out to be so good. And now everybody, I, I think most people agree, it's one of their best things they ever did. Yeah. So, you know, Olivia Rodrigo, I know you're listening. Just do you, baby. Do you, do what you yeah, got to do. Pinkerton was a uh, Weezer's Pinkerton was a similar thing, right? People oh, yeah. weren't nuts about Pinkerton at first. And I was like, oh, they haven't had anything good since Pinkerton. That's their yeah. best album now. That's true. Are they, are they meaning multiple people over there at, uh, at Beck? I always assumed it was just him. Is it more people than just him? No, I didn't say Beck. I said Weezer, didn't I? Oh, I thought you said Beck. Sorry. You probably did say Weezer. Weezer. No, you probably said Weezer. Okay. Yeah, my brain is but, about half uh, But today. Uh, Beck's second album, probably a similar thing, right? Because Odelay, or no, what was the first? Was It was Overlay. Uh, overlay. Odelay, right? Odal- is it Odelay? I have no idea. Uh, no, fifth album was Odelay. What was the first one that had Loser on it? Um, uh, Mellow Gold? Mellow that, Gold. Yeah. Everyone thought and that was going to be had, it. And yeah, when he came out with um, whatever his second album was, it was like, I don't know, it's not as good. When did the devil's haircut happen? Not as hit factory as, what's that? When did the devil's haircut happen? When was that? That was Odelay, I think it was devil's haircut. I still really like that song, even though that was kind of a hit factory type song, but. Yeah, and new pollution and where it's at. I got two turntables and a microphone. microphone. Wicked, wicked. The other thing I like is how um, Pearl Jam seemed to have this moment of like two perfect albums and then they just made what they wanted to make for the rest of their careers. 
And if you're a fan, you love all of it. And if you weren't paying attention, it's because it wasn't on the radio anymore. They didn't play those guys anymore. All right. So the first album was Versus, Versus. right? Yeah. 10 was second, right? 10 was second. Oh, yeah. Oh, 10 was great. 10 Holy was cow, huge. Yeah. Okay. 10 put them on the map, I think, really. Versus yeah. was good, too. But 10 was like the big one with all the hits and stuff. And then it just felt like after that, they were like, I'm going to make the music I want to make. And, and then they oh, never you know played what? it on the I radio. Got it. I got it. I flipped them. 10 was first. Oh, Ten versus, then versus and then yes. vital, vit, vit, what, what vitology. Vitology is that it? Uh, oh, some of the chaps said, "Yeah, yeah the chaps." Heard him here, buttered ham. Haunting yeah. familiar years. <laughs> when did they do Temple of the Dog? That was in the middle of all that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Ah, uh, the 90s. It's a great time. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, metal. Uh, titanium's great. And uh, keep using it. <laughs> yeah, keep, on, right. keep on rocking, Titanium. You're lightweight and you're, you're only slightly better than uh, stainless steel durability. Yeah, I haven't lost any love for you, Titanium. Uh, keep on being who you are and be your best self. All right, let's move on to some Dunaway goodness. And uh, that also means i got to log in because I'm slow. So let me do oh, that. please log in and please find us a contestant. I'm going to do that. Um, before I do that, though, hold on. Why won't this work? This isn't working. Okay, I'll play this. It's time for some Tadpooly feud, and that means Brian Dunaway joins us from his domicile. No, he's at work today, probably, on his headphone thing. Uh, Brian, what's going on? How you doing over there? His headphone thing. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. How, how's it going? Are you good? You, Can you... you... Yeah. Hello. I'm good. I'm I'm good. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, totally I can hear, you. hear you. So, so you're Chucky Monday. Uh, what what is your attire for Dia de los Muertos? Yeah. Los Muertos. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm I'm Brian. Oh, is that it? I'm that's doing, it. That's all you got. That's it. That's oh, you're it. like those teenagers. I'm, like, I'm just coming. I. You're like those teens who think they're I'm, funny. They come to the door and you say, "Who are you?" And they just say, "I'm just me." <laughs> Yeah, you're like that. Just me. I'm disaffected teenager. <laughs> we got oh, what, you want me to lie? Okay, yeah. then I'm uh, I'm John Luke Pickard. Yeah, you're John Luke Pickard. I like make it. it. Make it so, number two. You don't speak English anyway. Yeah. Well, you really, that was an amazing impression of uh, Patrick Stewart you just did. That was incredible. Oh, oh thank you. I, I've been working on it for five seconds. Make awesome. it so, number two. That was good. Wow. Uh, so, number two, like- get your... Close up your crotch. No one wants God, to see that. Like, no. Look, I was watching the third season of Picard right here on this show. I know. And you, it's amazing. You can't, you can't see me. What really sells it is me pulling back my hair like I'm bald on top. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, and I believe, wow. I even believe it even more, even though I can't see you. It's crazy. Uh, all right. Let's find thanks. out who we got waiting on the line for us and who's going to play today. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for holding. Who's this? It's Raven CTG from the chat. Well, hello, Raven. How are you? Hey. Excuse me, I'm a little choked up. Oh, don't be choked Aww. up. Oh, to- it's okay. Yeah, I wish it was that kind of choked up. Instead, you just got some kind of goo in your in your throat, right? Is that so, the deal? Raven, what does is, what is the CTG stand for? I've always wanted to ask you this. Um, Chip Theory Games. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. I right, thought it was cool. maybe uh, collectible uh, trading cards. Or no, collectible trading game? What yeah, you, yeah. CCG or, uh, is a collectible card Tragic game. the Gathering. Command the game. Gather all the ketchup you can. Yeah. Well, that's good. Games are kind of expensive, but you could collect them all. Well, that's cool. I'd be happy to do it. Um, All right. Well, let's get into this. Uh, We got a contestant. We got a uh, another Brian for me to fight against, and we're going to try to win some prizes. Brian, explain these rules. 
Right, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. Boy, do we have a nerdy topic today. Um, it is Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Raven CTG, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, and if your team wins, you get a prize package. That includes Kill Squad and Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tassos. Oh. Not Ruins of Tacos, no. but Ruins of Tassos. Mm. It's Tassos Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday. Can't do that anymore. That's right. It's Tassos Wednesday, Wednesday which is uh, what you do after Taco Tuesday. Those are both fine Steam selections. Nicely done. Yes, both of those courtesy of our friend Wesley. Wesley. Thank you, Wesley, for your contributions. See? Yeah. That was really good. You yeah. should do all my Picard impressions. I know. <laughs> Brian does a decent Picard. I will put that out there. I can only do four impressions. Mm. All right, let's, uh, let's get to... Uh, <laughs> Let's get to uh, the Tadpooly feud. Get your uh, hands on your buzzers there. Yeah. And uh, we have 494 Tadpoolers. We're on to the new survey stuff, finally. This is the first question in that. Uh, we asked 494 Tadpoolers to give their best answer to this. Name a DOS-based PC game. Scott. Doom. Doom. Show me Doom. Number one answer yeah. with six. No brainer. Uh, no brainer. I feel good about that. Tadpooler saying that one. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that means that uh, you automatically get control of the board, and uh, Raven CTG gets control of you. So, uh, right. the two of you will be working together to see what you can do. Well, that's so Raven, isn't it? Uh, hey, Raven, uh, t- tell me. Sorry, it's terrible. Nineties kids will love it though. Um, tell me, uh, what, do you have anything that pops in? I mean, I got. Uh, I, there's an immediate follow up to this. My brain goes to, but I don't want to assume. What do you think? Descent. What was the word or the game? No, descent. Descent. Oh, descent. descent. Oh my gosh, I love descent. Classic. Yeah, let's choose descent. Was decent man, that game was. Decent. You're my All favorite. Right. Descent was great. Show me Descent. Oh, Oops, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I gave the strike. To, there we go. It's a Scott strike, not a Brian strike. Uh, descent was number. People did say Descent. Where the heck is Descent? Uh, number 41, surprisingly. I oh, love that game, man. too, man. I don't think. I think yeah, there's yeah, just. I, it's I lost to it. Yeah. It's it's lost to a generation, I think. It's unfortunate because yeah. that game was so cool in its day. It was very rad. Well, you yeah. won my heart. I yeah. thought it was a good answer. Yeah, oh, I did too. Nothing. Don't feel bad, Raven. Uh, Brian, it's down to you then. Uh, do you got a you got a thing here? An That's so Raven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it on on airlight? What? Oh, how about uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with some Wolfenstein 3D right oh, right before the sure. Doom. Sure, your uh, your your visits to the castle, Castle Wolfenstein. Sure. Wolfenstein? In in three dimensions is is the way it worked. Uh, All right, show me Wolfenstein 3D. Number four. Damn it. Wolfenstein? (laughs) You you know what you're not getting today? You guys aren't getting this fantastic lag that I'm getting, and it's hilarious because I'll say something. Yeah, I love it. It's fan-freaking-tastic. That's great. Uh, Nicely done on your end because that ain't us. Keep going. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wow. Gonna victim blame? Gonna no, victim listen, blame. I can okay. hear everybody else. No, is coming not a victim blamer. Everybody else is hearing me right away except you, so I don't know what that means. Something's weird. But anyway, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> maybe, I've already, maybe, I've, maybe I've already said something. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you're the one lagging. Maybe. I don't know. 
How do I know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with one we played recently. The the reason why I had to get uh, uh, into my Windows 3.1. I don't know if it's on the list or not. I'm going with the secret of Monkey Island. Ah, Ooh. secret of Monkey Island. LucasArts. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get I had to get a I had to do some emulation to to get that thing running. Sure, yeah, absolutely. On the, All DOS, right. on the DOS box. Yeah. Show me the secret of Monkey Island. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's a real shame. You, you Sorry. youngins. Sorry. Secret Monkey Island was number thirty-three in the list, surprisingly. Well, our answer next should be Quake, because Quake was a huge yeah. gigantic DOS game and everybody played Quake. Yeah. So Quake. Yeah. Yep. All right. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Get back to the screen. I had my spreadsheet pulled up. Yeah. All right. Show me Quake. Oh, what? Are you, are oh, you kidding me? I know. I know. Oh, this is rigged. I think God. everybody who, who would have said Quake ended up just saying Would have said the other two. Quake, yeah, that's what Quake, I was wondering. All the way down at number 36, because I think, uh, like I said, wow. if people were going to say Quake, they just wouldn't That say makes Quake. so no, no sense to me. I don't understand. I, I don't even know who I am anymore. Who are, what are we doing? Who are we Man, that makes real life so much no sense to me too. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dunaway, fix this problem. What? What else was there? Then I'm gonna go with all those horny DOS days of Leisure Suit Larry. Oh. All right. You had to really, you had to really work for your uh, to get your fix. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Mm. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's it. All right, show me Leisure Suit Larry. Are you that kidding? Line on the board. <laughs> this beat, this beat freaking Quake. Are you kidding? Beat Quake. <laughs> I'm blown away by that. Suck it, Quake. I don't even believe it. That's crazy. Now I'm worried. Right. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, how about some? Uh, uh, I know we're going to be doing this one soon. I haven't mentioned it, Scott, yet, but I'm really excited about getting. Um. Uh, no. <laughs> they wouldn't say, well, maybe, no. Uh-huh. But they, mm. uh-huh. This is a fun journey through the mind of Brian Dunaway. Yeah, it really right was. Now. Wow. How about we go, how about we go with some uh, Sierra games? All um, uh, Most of the good ones were on DOS. How about we, uh, how about we go with uh, the King's Quest that we talked about on Play Retro not too long ago? Sure. Oh. King's Quest. Also one I had to play in the DOS box. All yeah. Right. The DOS Quest. box. The All DOS right. Box. Show me King's Quest. Pick up. Pick up sword. Gosh dang Number it. Number five. You guys are, Oops. you and Brian in the Hold audience on. are in sync, man. There we go. <laughs> I keep clicking on the wrong names to give points to. Oh, well, I fair. figure at least some of these people listen to the Play Retro Show, right? I mean, some. Yeah. I would hope, so yeah. Are, is that your line no. of thinking? You'll just keep going down that list? Well, I'm well. I'm just trying to think back what I played recently on the DOS box. Is what I'm mostly trying to do. Yeah, no, and just that. anything else is just, is just gravy. <laughs> Um, how about some, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. How about the, uh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Come on. Redneck rampage. I don't want to say <laughs> it, but it's really important to me. I just recently played it. I just recently played it, I, but the chat rooms, oh, they're just, come on. Come on. Tadpool. <laughs> Help a brother out. All right. That's what happens when you run out of uh, of uh, uh, fire sauce. Show me Redneck Rampage. Yeah, that's no, come on. No Redneck Rampage. That one's uh, pretty small. Bunch of losers. Yeah. Let's see. That's way down on the list. Uh, there it is. Number, well, tied for 41st place because only one person said it. Okay. 
Raven, you got anything that pops? Um, hey, do you have City? who said that? Was it me? Hey, shut up, Doug. I don't, shut up. I don't know who said it. Go I don't, I don't know names, sadly, because I'd, I'd love to throw shade on somebody who just goes past all the through the survey. Yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. Raven, what were you saying? Sim City. Oh, Sim City's good. Sim City. That's, that's, a, that's good a good one. one. Yep. Good call. All right. Sim all right. City. Show me the city of Sim. Nice. Number six. Okay. All right. Now Scott's making some headlines. Now that tells me that Civilization's probably on here. The original Civ was uh, oh, yeah, also yeah. a DOS game, and I would be shocked if that's not on here. So, although I was shocked, Quake is still leaving me breathless here. I can't believe that's not on there. But sure, let's sure. do Civ, Civilization one or two right. or whatever. Show you any Civilization. Show me Civilization. Oh my God! Oh, are you number twenty-four? Me? Number twenty-four. Unbelievably, yes. Wow. So, here's wow. where we're at. Uh, Brian needs to run the board in order uh, for Raven to uh, to take home the prizes. There are five answers. Brian can't get any wrong or else the round will be over. Yeah, and you got one and, strike, uh, and that's it. One strike, exactly. I, I feel like uh, we're at a real... real oh, am I, am I at a winning right now? Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, you're, you're well, in the winning? lead by, by 11 points. Mm-hmm. So, you need to... Oh, so I have to uh, run the board. You have to mm-hmm. run the board. Holy hell. Half, half of the answers that you've hardly been able to predict are still up on the board uh, uh so you guys can help me out raven so if you guys want to help out that's oh, can fine we help? i was can we the totally next thing i him? was gonna say was brian can, can we help him a bit oh sure okay. yeah i want i want i want raven to win these prizes so help all right. him out all right i was gonna i, I, I was thinking I, stuff I just, like warcraft or fallout that's or what i was gonna like say the, you got a chat room full of warcraft fans and i also think my so those were windows three those were windows three one uh, games right. that were pri- just prior to 95. So yeah. you're talking right. about DOS still because Windows 3.1 was really just yeah. a shell yeah. on DOS. So I think it counts, but I don't know what Brian did here. So yeah, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I were you, if I were you. Well, how about I'd some about games where I'm going to look in the chat room and go with Oregon Trail then. Because oh, that feels Trail. like that a safer bet. Yeah, yeah, let's that say that. All right. One. Show me Oregon Trail. Uh, number, number two. two. Gosh which dang it. What, you, what, what happens if you die from dysentery? Number two. Uh, quick quick recommendation. <laughs> the Apple. Games other than King's Quest? Do you want to do like a space quest? Do you think that might be in there I too? See, or I see one that else? keeps coming up in the tadpole quite a bit that you probably should. Uh, Zork or Mist? Ultima? What do you guys uh, think? Zork. Say let's say Zork. Zork. So like if I was like... I was maybe like doing some more text adventuring, like Zork, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be a good answer. Yeah. Do Zork. Okay. Don't say Zork. that. Yeah. <laughs> Show me Zork. <laughs> Number three. That's where babies love, come from. I Zork. love how we bend the rules of this exactly. game so much. Uh, I love it. My gosh. Now, I don't even know. I, I have seen people type these other three in chat, but it's been a little while since I've seen somebody say it. Uh, uh, Midrin, not rigged at all. They say in the chat. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that one. Yeah. Oh, well, we, that it's one, only rigged. It's good, only yeah. rigged to win. It's not. It's not a guarantee, and it's only rigged to win. It's not win rigged to lose, like the the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Think of it that yeah. way, because we're yeah, not. Exactly, yeah, yes. this isn't. Uh, we're not trying to help the Bellagio get more money here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, uh, I mean, I've Kelly, seen people say missed a pretty yeah, good bit. That. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, use the force. I would say that. I would say oh, if you're looking at the so tadpole, maybe, if you're looking at the tadpole, so maybe some, use the force. Mm, right. Mm, 
I got gotcha. you. So okay. that would be uh, Minesweeper then. No. Um, <laughs> dark Dark Forces? Oh, X-Wing. Do X-Wing. 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 That's got to be X-Wing. Don't say that one. No, don't say that oh, Really? Don't say that. Dark, dark yeah. Forces. It's Ed. Yeah. No, you all were that. terrible DOS either. gamers what back I, then. Terrible like, DOS gamers. Just, like Jedi 71. Says, uh, something like, look at the Jedi in our tadpole. Now, now we're saying. just, now we're just flat out cheating. <laughs> now we're just, we're just so scorched earth would be kind of oh, a good one. Is that? Oh, that's a really maybe, good one. Let's try that one. All right, try scorched earth. I think we should try that one. Show me scorched earth. How is that on there? <laughs> scorched earth over quake. What is up? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is, it is the last one, though. I will give them that. You know, Texas is like, no cheating. I know we are really, really uh, edging this one. Uh. <laughs> Tally's old 2018 joke of "Okay, Boomer." None of us are Boomers. I mean, I, ahead, I thought about Heretic and Fallout earlier, but you said those were no non-starters. Yeah, I wouldn't so. say those, man. I mean, like, what about, you know, like, just flat out just giving oh, him a prize. To, Duke Nukem says Duke, says our guest. Ooh, that's oh. pretty good. Oh, did did Raven say that? She just did. I think yeah, Duke yeah. Nukem's a good one. You should totally listen. I to should her, yeah. totally think that Duke Nukem's like a great answer. Yeah. All right. All right. Show me Duke Nukem. Nice. Oh, very good. Wow. All right. Running cool. the board seems possible now. We're gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> possible. <laughs> Why don't you tell us the last answer, Ibit? <laughs> just. <laughs> Uh, you know, another uh, id software uh, game side scroll. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I was always thinking oh. about hex. Oh, Commander Keen, Commander Keen, like, Commander, uh, Commander Keen. Commander Keen. That would yeah, be a good Commander one Keen. If, if I was to guess one. Yeah, yeah. Commander Keen. Okay. Would be All right, you should guess that. All right, let's guess that. Yeah. Uh, show me Commander Keen. Oh my Whoa, gosh! What? Congratulations! You're a winner. You freaking did it! I can't Woo. believe uh, against all odds. Truly, uh, we we cleared the board. Nicely done. Hey, Brian, <laughs> remind us what she won. She won some cool g- gifts and prizes. She won some cool games. Yeah, exactly. Listen, listen, I'll help out when it's a really tough category like this. Uh, when you guys blow yeah, yeah. five five strikes right away, you've got five answers on the board. Jesus. Right. It was rough. Uh, yeah, Raven, you're taking home Kill Squad and Rogue Heroes Ruins of Tassos on Steam. So good luck with that. Oh, Ruins of Tassos. It just hit me yeah. what that is. That is, speaking of Mist. It's in the vein of mist. It's a it's oh, a puzzler really? thing. You're this robot, and there's no humans left, and you oh, got to kind of puzzle bad. your way through it. It's awesome. It's such a good game. I'm glad you won it, Raven. How do you feel about your big win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven. Oh, Raven. she's muted. Sorry, you, my no, thing I'm muted good. her automatically, and it was not supposed to do that. Oh, anyway, sorry. Say what you're gonna say. Oh, I said I had a really rough week last week, so this is really great. Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad we could well, be here for you. Yeah. I'm glad that there was a tiny it. little nudge that yeah. we were able to provide right. in this game. For a second, Almost I thought she said I had the some... hand of God. I thought she said she had really bad meat last week, but uh, but but she said she <laughs> had a really bad, bad week Actually, last week. <laughs> yeah, really bad meat could lead to a really bad week. <laughs> I agree. Try to have good meat, and uh, thank you for playing with us. You were awesome. Uh, Send me can. an email, You're Raven, awesome. at uh, coverville.gmail.com, and I'll get your prizes. Yep, he'll hook you up. Like a hooker upper, did Brian? <laughs> like a hooker upper? <laughs> like a hooker upper. It's the quicker hooker upper. Anyway, hey Dunaway, you did a great job, and here's another thing you did a great job at. Last night we put up a play retro, and it was all about the uh, the good old days. I think of like Space Invaders, Galaxian, Galaga, mm-hmm. early shooters, stuff that man. Without those, I don't even know where we're at with the shooter genre. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, go check that one out. That one was full of nostalgia. I had tons of great stories about uh, my arcade days with my dad and stuff. Uh, 
because that's just right when it happened, man. That was the heyday. Uh, so go check it out. That's Play Retro wherever you get your podcasts or at Play Retro over at frogpants.com slash Play Retro. Hey, Dunaway, you got anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, even even more exciting is next week when we uh, look here, brother. We're going to do some wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. wrestle games. All the best. Yeah. We're going to do our top five wrestling games of the 8 and 16-bit era. Wow. How will you guys ever come up with five? I know. There's only a million. <laughs> right. There's only there's a million only, to choose from. There's only 40 to choose from. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, but there are some standouts, and we're going to talk about those <laughs> and why wrestling is underappreciated in video game form. It's plenty appreciated in the real life fake sport thing that it is, right? The 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 thing that it is now, great, spectacle. nicely done, the spectacle. Performance. But, but we have forgotten how good a good wrestling game can be, and sure. uh, we'll talk more about that next week as well. Brian Dunaway, kiss our butts, and we'll see you next time. Eh, cut him off before he can say anything. We'll talk to him more on uh, Saturday with some film sack. That's right. What are we doing? I forgot what we're doing. True lies. Oh, true lies. That's right. Brian's going from slowly remove your top. Dance for me. (laughs) Slower. Slower. Can you guess what my intro is going to be, Scott? I have a feeling your intro wrote itself in a weird way. Slowly. Slowly. Take off your top. I don't know why he's, he's Indian suddenly. I don't know why. I don't know why that is, but yeah. Weird. All right. Uh, it's time for some news. We got news. Here's the news. The news today is brought to you by Too Much Potato. I had too much potato last night. In That's what form was your potato? Mashed potato. Ah. Was yeah. was there gravy involved? No. No gravy, but chicken and beans those were fine and you know good sure. lean chicken some nice veggie beans all that yeah. full yeah. Oh, you know, veggie beans even well okay. beans <clears throat> excuse me beans that we got at the local farm over here and uh so they were fresh and good and healthy and all that not frozen but then the mashed potatoes came and they were leftovers from the other day when kim made them for everybody yeah. and you know my eyes are sometimes a little bigger than they need to be when it comes to mashed potatoes and yeah well let's just say i regret it I eat too many. Yeah, I would have a hard time as well. Like it's uh, mashed potatoes are a, a weakness of mine, especially if there's gravy or just uh, some good butter and pepper and salt on them. Yep. Yeah, you cream them up and put yeah. stuff in there that was never meant to be in a potato. Oh, you know when you um, when you uh, mix those with shredded potatoes and make little patties and fry them up, you've got the delicious Irish treat boxty. Mm. Yeah, take I didn't realize. Potatoes. I didn't know that's all there was to it. I could make those. All there is to it. Yeah, you just basically take uh, your leftover mashed potatoes, mix them with shredded potatoes. Yeah. Um, form them into little patties, put them in a little oil, and fry them up, and you've got like a really good. Like you have those with eggs, have those with some like a rasher of bacon, sausages, Man. bangers. Okay, well now you're. Zoe says, put some cheese and melt melt the cheese in there. Garlic. Oh yes. Okay. I know what oh. I'm doing after the show today. Mashed potato boxy. <sighs> that sounds really good. Has anybody checked on Claire? She's got COVID. She, she, was, said- here, she was here earlier. She uh, uh, she was complaining about uh, the, the house buying process and money, uh, like the, the financial things that she's having to deal with where they give her too little time to take care of that stuff. So I think she had to leave. Well, wait until you have to sit down and sign four billion papers that they tell you oh. are no big deal and that you don't have to read, but somehow they need them. Really? Can we? Yeah, no kidding. Well, look, we're in a day and age where so much stuff can be done on the internet. Can I pre 
buy my car on the internet and then just go to the dealership and sign a couple things? Can I pre like do all the paperwork for my new house online and then just meet with the realtor for like five minutes, sign two pieces of paper and call it good? It might actually be more possible now than ever. That's possible. I would think so, right? We refied yeah. at the beginning of the pandemic or early in the pandemic and yeah. they had us do everything online except oh, for see, the that's good. Yeah. quick visit. Everybody was masked up for a quick visit and a thing and then we signed one final document or something. It was like a change yeah. and that was it. So I think that's easier than ever. But in Ireland, who knows what they do? You yeah, write yeah. it all down on paper the way God meant it to be. Now, how many sheep are you going to be giving us for this? That's right. It'll be 20 sheep, and if you don't do it by noon today, it'll be 30 sheep. <laughs> That's how they roll over there, right? Exactly right, yes. Fry your potato. All right, let's get into the uh, the deal here. Yeah, yeah. A monstrous asteroid. We talked about this a little bit with Bobby. With Bobby yesterday, yeah. Yeah, speeding past Earth. Uh, a large, potentially hazardous asteroid is expected to swing fewer than six lunar distances from the Earth at the beginning of next month. I. They don't go into it here, but a lunar distance is one moon away. So this Correct. is six the moon, moons away. The distance from the Earth to the moon. Oh, okay. Distance between us distance. and the moon, not the not the width of the moon times six. Not the six. width of the moon. No, it's basically from the from the Earth to the moon six times, and it's less than it's closer than that. Do they do they measure from the outside circumference of the Earth to the outside circumference to the moon, or is it center point of both? Oh, like from radial center point in the yeah, middle. Yeah, like what you know, the center point of the moon to the center point of Earth when it's like know. a lunar distance. That's a great question. My that guess is, is surface question. to surface. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby. My guess is it's surface to surface if I had to guess, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Because you can't, because you're not going to, like, distance would mean if it was center to center, it implies that you went from the core of the Earth to the core of the moon, and that would be your traveling distance, and I just don't know if they'd count that. Right. Because you're well, never going to go there. You know. Bobby Frank says center point. Really? Um, and is that measure like, is that the closest? Because the moon has an elliptical orbit around us where it's like at a perigee, apogee, perigee, where it's closer. I don't know which is which. Waning, waxing. Uh, is that where the name <laughs> apogee came from for the game company Apogee? They stole it from that? Oh, yeah, maybe. So is that the moon and its closest point that it's at its apogee or furthest point? Speaking of old uh, DOS games, apogee was big those days. Back average then. average distance, okay. Right, average cool. distance, okay. So so it is center to center. <clears throat> I would have never center. guessed that. That's crazy to me. Yep. Wow. Well, anyway. My distance is the center hole. The center hole. The asteroid known as two, uh, 2022 RM4. Sounds like a new video oh, that's format. A crappy name. I agree. The RM4 yeah, I mean, boy. got names. Give it a name. The encoding on RM4 is so bad. You need to go back to the MP4s. <laughs> anyway, it's expected. Call it the Affleck. Yeah, like, call it the just Affleck. name asteroids after people who are in the movie Armageddon. Why Can not? we just do that? Why not? Um, it's expected yeah. to fly past Earth November f- uh, 1st, so yesterday, at about 1.5 million miles uh, away at its closest point. So this happened and we didn't really notice. Um, it'll pass by the Blue Planet about 52,500 miles per hour. That's really what gets you. If that thing hit the Earth, what gets you isn't the size; it's the speed at which it's hurtling toward you. Sure, that's what'll sure. get you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. It says here: any object that comes within 120 million miles of the sun is deemed a near-Earth object. Well, aren't we the cocky bunch? <laughs> Ooh, near-Earth object. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 120 million. Uh, any large body within 4.6 million miles of Earth is classified with the astronomical term "quote a potentially hazardous asteroid" or a PHA. So there you go. 
Wow. Uh, the R, this particular RM4 is also an Apollo-type asteroid, which is a class of object named for asteroid uh, 1862 Apollo, which I guess is a, a... Much better name. Name them that. Yeah. Not this RM4. I agree. Name it oh, Apollo yeah. 2022. Like the people who... The people who are coming up with, you know, COVID variants are also naming asteroids. How about, how about BA5? Yeah, BA5. What does the BA stand for? I don't know. Bachelor's uh, anus. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on so, to... Uh, the, so could yeah. there be... Could, is it possible that there's the big cover-up at NASA right now? NASA has looked ahead and they've done their projections. They've figured out that in five years, yeah. there is an asteroid that is actually on course to hit earth and so they're like how long do we keep the secret let's let's just you know say just in case we're like firing missiles at asteroids to to test things and uh, we're just doing this as a test we're just you know nothing don't worry folks things are fine but uh you know let's let's maybe try a few more missile hitting asteroid tests and Mm -hmm. yeah we never know until it's like that's the 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 uh the the plot of that movie that came out last year what was that called Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Moonfall? No. What, uh... We're, uh, we're all going to die or something. Don't look up. That was it. Don't look oh, up. Oh, don't look up. Yes, right. Okay, that was... Right, that's true. That Caprio right. and all the, uh, those people. Yes. Did you ever... You did see that one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah I did. liked it. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's an Adam McKay Jennifer joint. Jennifer Lawrence not looking very Jennifer lawrence No, she looked very... All of them. All these big actors yeah. look different. Yeah. But I thought uh, for an Kate Adam McKay Blanchett. movie... <laughs> An Adam McKay, for an Adam McKay movie, it was so different than I'm used to. From yeah, him. yeah, for sure. Had humor, but different kind. Anyway, here's okay. another story. Sure. I don't know why we're doing science today, but here we go. We had Bobby yesterday. Mouse studies suggest a surprising link between nose picking and Alzheimer's. Oh, Brian, you're screwed. So mice, quit picking your nose. Get your finger out of there. What did, what did is... Ralphie say? Ralphie Wiggum once said famously, uh, "I'd stop." My doctor says I'd stop getting nosebleeds if I could just get my finger out of there. <laughs> That's the truth. Anyway, That's a new right. study has revealed a tenuous but plausible link between picking your nose and increasing the risk of developing dementia. In cases where picking your nose damages internal tissues, critical species bacteria have a clearer path to the brain, which responds to their presence in ways that resemble signs of Alzheimer's disease. There are tons of caveats here. So don't get too freaked out, but um, yeah. not the least so far as the supporting research is based on mice rather than humans, but the findings are definitely worth further investigation and could improve our understanding of how Alzheimer's gets started, which remains something of a mystery. A team of researchers led by scientists from Griffith University in Australia ran tests with bacteria called Chlamydia pneumonia. 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 That sounds wrong. sounds wrong. What do you got? Oh, I got a bad case of the pneumonia. Pneumonia. Boogie woogie flu. It says uh, I got this, the rockin' pneumonia. <laughs> this thing will give you pneumonia. Actually, uh, the bacteria uh, has also been discovered in the majority of human brains affected by late onset dementia. So, it's entirely possible that the trigger, the early triggers, are this particular bacteria getting all up in there and you're helping yeah. it by going jamming by your pulling, finger by there. poking destroy, destroying that uh that protective tissue yeah yeah the uh uh listen i i stopped doing that as a kid because my mom said if you keep picking your nose it'll stay that way yeah i didn't understand it then but now yeah. i understand it now yeah and i have yeah. i have the occasional itch i don't think that's what they're talking about it was a scratch it's people that go <laughs> it's people that are like up there digging you know don't be digging Go get a Kleenex like Brian is doing right now. Look, example. See? 
How? What did that even cost you? Mutant mute the mic right now. Also, it's going to sound like I'm forcing Campbell's soup through a pastry. <laughs> this is like a dollar fifty. Decorator. This box here. Yeah. I got it at Costco at Kirkland because we had to buy twelve of them in a thing. Oh, look at that. Yeah. These are fine. I hear there's I hear there's uh, ravioli in the bottom of that box too. Free Kirkland ravioli yeah. sample. Yeah, and I can use it as toilet paper. So, yeah. That's right. All right, moving on. Sure. Uh, a woman. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> this story. I love crazy. stories about woman. She's she's uh, she's great. She's yeah. my woman, favorite character in this. Woman show. is pretty great. Um, in this case, it's her kids that are. It's your kid's woman. It's your kid's body. It's a kid's woman. <laughs> a woman's kids destroy her boyfriend's house and pour cement down the toilet, according to Tennessee police. That's wow. a gnarly thing to do to somebody, putting cement Holy down there. Holy cow. That is like hard, <laughs> hardcore. It is hardcore. <laughs> your core will never be so hard, man. That's right. Uh, woman's children destroyed her boyfriend's house after pouring cement down the toilet, nailing a door to the roof, and ripping electrical <laughs> wires out of the wall. <laughs> Jeez. That's a weird one. This caused over $200,000 in damage, according to the arrest uh, affidavit in uh, Tennessee. Police responded to the Nashville home on June 26th. This has been a, been a bit, but it's all coming to yeah, court no now. Kidding. After the man had returned to the property and found it in complete disarray, the man who was renting the home had left uh, about two months prior after having a dispute with his girlfriend and her two sons. The girlfriend was later arrested and went to jail, leaving her two sons, one of whom is 19, in the home alone. On the 23rd, the sons called their mother in jail and told her that an eviction notice had been delivered to the house. She told them she would have destroyed the house before she went away. And her 19-year-old son replied, you're giving us ideas right now. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. This is what happens when you feed them after midnight. Uh-huh. Bunch of, <laughs> bunch of mogwais. You get them wet. You get them wet. And you feed them after midnight. And they start pouring cement down the toilet. It says three days later, her children called her again, bragging about what they'd done to the house. They talked about dumping the pots into the driveway, destroying the bed frame and appliances, removing walls, ripping out light fixtures, and pouring concrete down the toilet and flushing it until the handle broke. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Rude. Mean. Not nice. It's uh, worst kids ever. <laughs> I know. I mean, how it's not. He was renting the house, too. That's the other thing. Right. Right. This is somebody else's. This story doesn't even cover who owns the place and who's like going to find out as a. Oh. Imagine being. Uh, so my brother owns two other houses that he you know, sure. rents and, and rents out. Right. Yeah. Not that uncommon, especially. Does he, do, he does them as full rents, not like Airbnbs or anything like you that. No, full, full rentals. Although I sure. keep telling him he should try that. He wants to Airbnb his basement. Oh, sure. And that's fine, but he doesn't have a separate entrance or exit to that. Oh, and I just think that's yeah. weird. It know? is weird because then you're like, then you're basically saying here, have full run of the house. Yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Plus there's just, you know, there are two short little Korean people running around making kimchi all day in there. It's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine, I guess. But we'll see if he sure. ends up doing it. Um, but anyway, uh, my, my point was, uh, oh, yeah, that guy, whoever that is, got really screwed. And I feel bad yeah, for him. Yeah, no, the owner. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. It's not their Jeez. fault. I hope these kids, uh, the 19-year-old <laughs> should go to jail. I love nailing a door to the roof. Like, they're just like, what do we do? Oh, how about we how about we take this door off the hinges, take it up on the roof, and nail it up mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Like, such a, such a lot of work for, like, pull the door off the <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a YouTube, tr- um, oh god, prank. Yeah. The whole thing right. does, even though they like subscribe. Watch the watch what we do to this house. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for the news. When we come back, Tom Merritt's going to be here. He'll uh, join us as he does yeah. on every Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit He's about. He's going to nail some uh, some tech to our to the roof of our house. Yeah, to our foreheads. It'll be great. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, that's coming up after this song. Did you bring one? What do you got here? Oh, yeah. I did. I did. Hey, big thanks to Earshot Media for this one. Mm. Uh, I think we may have played these these guys before. It's a Philadelphia band called Soraya. S-O-R-A-I-A. They have a brand new 10-song LP called Bloom. It's really, really good. I had a hard time choosing which song I was going to play, but... I did settle on I Seek Fire. This is uh this is a song that's actually doing really well for him. It's uh it's it's running up the billboard chart as the uh as they say out there. Uh and uh you know, don't listen to me, listen to Joan Jett who says Sarai is an extraordinary, exciting and sure to make waves band who I love and admire. All right, Cherry Bomb, let's get to it. Here's the song I Seek Fire from the band Soraya. you 
you little piece of shit. Think you gonna get away with that shit? Hell no. When I catch your ass, I'm gonna kick your ass. Annoy the rainbow! Taste the rainbow! The Morning Stream. You're dead, McNabb. You're even deader than I am. We have returned. Who was that again? Yes, that was the band Soraya, S-O-R-A-I-A, and a song from their brand new album, Bloom. That song is called I Seek Fire. And if you like that, you will love the rest of the album. It's That's, all that good. Sounds good. Yesterday's was awesome, too, the mid-show one. I love oh, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, there's a short one, right? The, the Spray yeah. by uh, Nate No Face. It was, yeah. it was rocking is what it was. Yes. It was very, very good. All right. You know what time it is, everybody? It's this time. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, also recently recovered from COVID. He Mm, finally caught the thing, the damn thing. It finally caught me. Oh, I see. (laughs) You were on the run for a good two and a half years, man. Yeah. Boom. Tackle run, Scott, run. I'm trying to feel I feel so alone. I feel so alone right now, I swear. Um well anyway, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're well. And um I think we talked about this briefly last week, but um it's always good to make you know, know your friends are are on the mend. Yeah, yeah. No, I tested negative on Sunday, so um, I still have a little bit of a lingering thing in the chest. I think I caught a cold while having Yeah, that's what happened to me when I had it last month, or uh, two months ago now, uh, is that it just evolved into like a cold that seemed to last forever after I tested negative for a while. Well, I test negative every day, but that's my attitude, not my COVID status. (laughs) Uh, It's just the way you are. It's just the way I am. (laughs) You're testing negative. Yep, there you go. That's what my wife always says. Anyway, Tom, it's great to have you here. As usual, we do this thing on Wednesdays where Tom brings some tech news to the table and tells us what's going on out there, what is happening. And please let it be anything but Elon Musk and Twitter. Twitter? Yeah. (laughs) It it is. It is not Elon Musk and Twitter. Uh, Plenty of that on Daily Tech News Show, should you need to keep up. And and, and we try to keep it even-handed and just tell you the things you need to know, not not dive down rabbit holes with it. Uh, But I... I, have you talked about the the details on the PSVR two? No. Well, other than the origin, the initial stuff that we've heard so far, but uh, nothing, not, not this new stuff. And I know some new new deets landed. So uh, yeah, where yeah. Are we at? So uh, pre order date uh, November fifteenth, uh, five hundred forty nine dollars ninety nine cents in the U S. Uh, Six hundred euros. Uh, 530 pounds, which I think says more about the pound than it, than it does about anything else. Yeah. Uh, and 74,980 yen, <clears throat> if you want to get it in Japan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, uh, the shipping date is February 22nd. So you you can pre-order it November 15th, but you're not going to get it in time for Christmas. Uh, and the charging station for the Sense controllers is going to be sold separately. 50 bucks uh, or 50 euros or 40 pounds. Uh, <clears throat> so... You'll be able to charge the sense controllers with a wire, but if you want the dock, if you want the station, yeah, uh, to make it easier to control them, you're going to have to buy that separate. Uh, otherwise, it's all it's all the same stuff we already knew: OLED screen, 110 degree field of view, 4K HDR, 120 hertz, uh, all that stuff. And if people didn't realize this, not compatible with PSVR one games. Right. So uh, right. they've announced uh, you know just about 11 new games today. Uh, I think there's a couple dozen out there announced for the PSVR 2. 
Uh, I think the the one everybody's talking about the most is Horizon Call of the Mountain. But mm-hmm. the, the, you're you're going to have games to play on it, but you won't be able to play your old ones if you have a PSVR one. That's a bummer. And I realize there's tech here that's making that part hard, like the foveated mm-hmm. rendering and stuff is just not what those old games support. And they could, I suppose, in retrospect, but are they going to, or at least in the number they need? So I'm bummed about that. Just from a like, Sony Sony doesn't need any help pushing the idea that they're terrible at backwards compatibility. They they yeah. just are, maybe they're just of, leaning into it at this point. Yeah, they kind <laughs> of are. Nobody expects us to be backwards compatible. But also, this, this thing is more expensive than an actual PS5, which uh, surprises right. me. I thought it'd be yeah. less, but um, I don't know. Seems like the specs the specs probably justify it, given uh, what's in that thing. I don't know. I am curious. People seem to be fairly positive about it, relatively mm-hmm. speaking. Yeah. Uh, it's got a single cable, unlike the PSVR 1, which oh, I believe God. had uh, 1,200 cables. Is that yeah, right, Brian? Like it felt that. like it, yeah. yeah. They're, still, they're still sitting over there with the rest of the PSVR 1. Yeah, that, they, that, they sort uh, of get, get a life of their own. I certainly didn't get my money's worth out of that thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that uh, they they will sell plenty of these to people who have PlayStations who are like, well, I, I want to have something that works with the console I got, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. it is not competitive with the Quest 2. Uh, it's arguably competitive with the Quest Pro, but those are kind of different things. The mm-hmm. Quest Pro is really more of an enterprise uh, level situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I I don't think it's a bad move by Sony. Uh, because they will sell them to their their audience, but it's it's not a good move for VR, if that makes sense. This uh, isn't advancing yeah. the 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 VR playground much. I agree. Plus that other stuff, including the new Pro from Meta and their previous models, they all work as tethered headsets to PCs as well, even wired uh, wireless in beta form. Um, and I think that that added functionality makes those much more worth their three ninety nine or even their fifteen hundred for the Pro model. I feel like this is this is less value. Or you're getting less value because a it's kind of expensive anyway, but b it's tethered to a device that it will only ever work with, and there's no yeah. backwards compatibility. Yeah. Like it's a big that's ask, tough, I think. That's the tough part of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. and so and while I, it is yeah. an improved quality of well, player sure. over the quest for sure. I don't know that it's enough. It may not to, be enough to 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 bring somebody over who didn't already live in that world. Yeah, because to bring you over, you're going to have to spend fifteen hundred dollars or so to get a PS5, yeah, yeah. this right. games, and so on. Whereas you could, that would just be a Meta Pro at that point, um, which is a standalone device if you need it to be. So I don't know. Right. There's a lot of questions about this. My biggest thing is the PS4 and PSVR one had a pretty good ratio of of buy-in like they it was it was better than most accessories for consoles that we're used Mm -hmm. to usually accessories are terrible buy-ins and they just end up with like a five percent of overall user base bought the dumb accessory or whatever but in that case they did really well it was some 20 percent or some higher number i forget which was a really successful device in that space i don't know that they're going to get that again this is still hard to get a ps5 in general like I don't. Right. I, I just don't know how this is. This this and, is not going P- to be a PS Five sales slowed last quarter. Yeah, uh, according to their earnings report. Yeah. So it, it's not even you know it's it's not even on the rise uh, in demand without including the VR. Yeah, but on the other hand, Microsoft has zero zero Xbox plans for VR at right. list at the moment. So you don't have a lot of competition there. This this maybe gives them a leg up in that regard. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- that's why I think it'll do well in its in its space, yeah. right? There, there are people that this is for, and they they will buy it. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's it's not gonna it's not gonna capture the world. And I don't know that Sony cares mm-hmm. whether it does. I right. think Sony is looking at it as well. VR isn't really there yet anyway. So let's let's make something that that we can learn from uh, that will satisfy a good portion of our most loyal audience. Uh, and you know, and we'll move on from there when the time is right. Uh, which which isn't necessarily a bad way to go. Yeah, it's also a demonstrably better piece of hardware than what the PS VR one was. And um, I don't know, the price feels right to me with those caveats. Uh, the only other thing I'd say, and I know you mentioned it, but it does uh, come with that code for uh, Call of the Mountain, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which Horizon Call of the Mountain. Apparently, yeah. it like these demo events has blown the socks off of people using it that's so. what everybody's talking and is about is this a, is that a sequel to uh, horizon it's not a sequel it's not, not, not a, a full game it's more like a vr offshoot it's like a okay mm, all right so you're not going to play it's no the, relation to rainbow's man on the silver mountain no it's not bad at all <laughs> oh well, then i'm definitely out because no. that's what i was expecting based on the name but it, usually with those i kind of roll, i roll my eyes because i'm like oh an offshoot of a thing that's popular yeah. that sounds lame yeah. I want the real yeah, thing. Yeah, but Miles or whatever, Morales, but. the offshoot of the Spider-Man, Sony's Spider-Man game, was great. Yeah, but yeah. that was a full game. That was like a game, you know, like a full, uh, full game. Was was it full? I mean, it felt like it felt like it was about a quarter the 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 width of the Spider-Man game. Well, maybe I'd have to look it up. I, it was probably less overall for sure. But and I, yeah. I would call it more than DLC, certainly, but less than yeah. maybe less yeah. than full yeah, release. More than DL, DLC. But when yeah. it comes to VR, it's like. You know, you you assume that there are caveats or that there's sacrifices, you know, to to content or something. And all word on the street is this is supposed to be a really cool standalone experience. So I am kind of excited about that. Anyway, that'll be um, soon. February is when you can buy it, and uh, we'll see. Didn't you you ended up uh, in the Quest Pro to test in the in the studio there, didn't you, or something? I did. Yeah, I unboxed it here, uh, took a look at it real quick, and then shipped it off to Sarah Lane. Oh, <laughs> so, so she will be uh, playing with it and 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 reporting back more about it. She'll be living with it, as it were. She will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what she will be. Yeah, that's what yeah. they call it over there. Um, awesome. Well, uh, more about this and other uh, stories later today on the Daily Tech News Show. It's Wednesday, so I get to be on. Very exciting. Tom, anything else happening in your world you'd like to find folks at home to know about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a word with Tom Merritt is uh, going strong. I, I've been having some great conversations with folks. Uh, one Scott Johnson is is on the docket uh, yes. coming coming in the next several weeks. Yep. Uh, but this week we have Josh Grisdale, uh, who is an IT guy in Japan and is uh, talking about immigrate. So he moved from the United or from Canada, sorry, to uh, to Japan, and we talk about his experience as as somebody. He's not he 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 is not descended from people who are Japanese, but he is now Japanese because he immigrated to to Japan. So we we talked to him all about that uh, this week on Thursday. Uh, last week was cast Caw talking about the word scare uh, in honor of uh, being Halloween week. Uh, great conversation there. Uh, and we got more good stuff on the way. Uh, Mike Kinney, uh, who played Coach Armstrong on Degrassi, uh, coming up to talk about Learn, because he's been doing a bunch of uh, Learn videos as well. So go check it out. It's awordpodcast.com. That sounds great. I can't wait to be on. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter, if it's still Twitter for much longer. I don't Whatever. I'm not want to doom say about it. We'll talk about that, too, probably. <laughs> Uh, Tom, have a fantastic. Avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you yeah. later. All right, uh, let's get uh, let's get to this. So now that sure. now that Elon Musk said it's eight bucks a month yes. to retain your right. thing, I know. It's I'm like, still not doing it. F off. I'm not doing it. 
There's no way. Not a way in hell. No, I did. I said, I said, you know, if I have to pay to keep my blue check mark, I'm probably leaving Twitter and going somewhere else. And I do, I do kind of like what I'm seeing with Counter Social. Yeah, there's lots of alternatives popping up. Yeah. Counter Social is maybe my favorite of all of them, but they, yeah. I don't even, even if I stay posting on Twitter, which I probably will do, I'm just, I'm not giving that dude money no, for uh-huh. a blue check mark. Like the no. point of a blue check mark isn't supposed to be status anyway. The blue right. check mark is supposed to be, you are who you say you are. That's it. That's all it was ever supposed to be. Now, people see it as a clout symbol or whatever, but they shouldn't. And that's partly on Twitter's. That's on Twitter for years, not making that more of a priority to make it like this is how we identify you because they made it cloudy. But it doesn't need Correct. to be and it shouldn't be. And it's stupid as shit. And Musk is irritating the hell out of me. Anyway, yeah, yeah. let me move on here. What, what do we have uh, next? Oh, we got the we got the recommendals. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got uh, Randy and Nicole in the wings today. Let me pull them both in here. Left wing and right wing. That's right. Oh, that maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not well, like that. depends on your context. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where that'll go. Uh, welcome to Recommendals, everybody. We talk about streaming stuff right here on the show. Welcome back to the show. Let's start this week with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi. That was weird music. What's with the spooky music? Are you, it was. It spooky? Oh, it's the the Discord uh, ringtone. Oh, the ringtone from Discord. That's Discord, not us. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing they're doing a, a Halloween uh, event, so that's all. That yeah, it, Halloween's over, guys. Like, yeah. oh, I like the new, I was I was told Scott earlier this week. It's like, oh, I hope they keep that ringtone. I like it so much better. I it's like so it jaunty and and spooky at the same time. <laughs> They'll get rid of it like November 9th or it's, something. It's spunty. It's spunty. Or <laughs> there you go. Yeah, why not? Every year they do a new one, so maybe next year's looking be better. That's my favorite sewing machine. Is it the chon- <laughs> Juki? The Juki. Yes. Juki. Sure. There's a yeah, it's a brand of sewing machine. It really is. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> oh, weird. Didn't expect that to be true. Uh, also with us uh, there and waiting in the wings, we got Randy Jordan. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. Happy November to you. Is you it? know what that means? Yeah. That means I'm taking down my not Christmas tree and putting up a Christmas tree. Nice. I'm okay. Very, very excited about this. The not Christmas tree has served its its purpose it's done a really good job all year but yeah. time for the big time one. for the big one sure, we did that yesterday sure. kim put up the tree started decorating crap the the house is starting to look like the holidays and i don't know people yeah. think that's weird but i don't think it's weird i think it's right on time Let's oh, do i don't it. think it's weird at all it's i'm yeah. not playing the music yet like that's oh, that's I'm gonna wait that. a little while but it's not I, weird I, for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair point uh, all right. Well, we're going to do these recommendals, and we always, as tradition states, start with Brian a bit here with his clip. Brian, you want to set this up at all? I'm going to set this up and tell you that this is a film that uh, really snuck under the radar, radar for me. But um, uh, when, once it becomes a little bit easier for everybody to watch, I think it's going to be highly regarded. And I think, to be honest, it made me laugh as much as as much as any movie since What We Do in the Shadows. Oh. My gosh! Really, okay, really enjoyed it. That's this clip might not be as funny as it's hard to find funny clips that aren't visually funny. But uh, uh, yeah, think uh, think you'll enjoy this. I'm excited. Here we go. Um, I checked the front entrance. There's a key deadlock, and there's a sliding bolt, and no footprints, and no fourth entry. Nice job, Chris. Take five. What's your girlfriend's name? Andy. Angela. Andy Angela. Write that down, Chris. It's Angela DeGrassi. You kill her too. May I remind you that I reported this murder and waited for you all to arrive? You've been drinking long? Oh, geez. I had my first beer when I was 12. Mm. 
You go, Grizz. I'm not your waitress. No, I understand that, but I thought maybe you'd like my fingerprints. See? Cooperating. Mm. Hey, um, Guy, sorry, I don't know your name. Evidence? Mm. Do you need a blanket? You know what, Grizz? Why don't you ask Mr. Fletcher some questions? You're going to have the trainee interrogate me. Go ahead, Grizz. Go ahead, Grizz. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Fletcher, did you know the victim, Laurel Goodwin? Mm-mm. We never offer up the victim's name. Shh. It's Grizz's turn. Never met her. At least not while she was alive. Is it me or is John Hamm and oh, John, this, John Cena have the same is. voice? Do they have the same voice? Cena and Ham, they sound the same to me. John Cena and John Ham. Interesting. Now that you say that, yeah, there's yeah. a very, there's a, there's a, a great. Because right at the beginning, I'm like, oh, that's John Cena. What would this be? And then I'm like, well, movie wise. <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, oh no, that's John Ham, and that's that yeah. Fletch thing. So tell us about it. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's Confess Fletch, which is uh, finally a third Fletch movie after Fletch and Fletch Lives, um, where we've got a brand new actor, uh, John Hamm, playing Fletch. This is based on the 1976 novel, but this movie is directed by Greg Matola, um, who did uh, Superbad, Adventureland, um, The Day Trippers. I thought it was Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought this was Peacemaker? So you, you thought it was John Cena. Well. Peacemaker? That's so funny. Because I was—I don't know if I was on the show when I watched Peacemaker. Did oh, we? Yeah, no. Did I recommend Peacemaker? Uh, one of us did. One of us definitely oh, recommended uh, Peacemaker. You did. It was so good. Yeah. Sorry, I thought uh, that. I, thought so. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know what it is. No, it's funny. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, but look at that! Another another John Cena. Uh, uh, person who hears that voice. Anyway, this is um, this is really funny, and I am. You know, we knew John Hamm had some comedy chops from his time on 30 Rock, from his time on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, maybe less so from his progressive commercials. But, I mean, the dude is funny. And the, Oh, yes, a Saturday Night Live um, uh, commercial where he sells John Hamm, which is ham rolled up on a roll like toilet paper. Oh, that's John awesome. Hamm. He was really yeah. good in um, the – oh, that's the, that's the one that the, – the, the, the move – oh, the one where he's the there's two angel, one's a devil, the other's the angel. Good omens. Oh, he played cool. the the uh, Gabriel. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's fantastic yeah, in Good Omens. Really good. Anyway. He's great, and uh, he he rejoins his Mad Men co-star John Slattery from Cooper Sterling Cooper Draper Price, um, who's also in this as a uh, an editor for a newspaper. Uh, and I heard uh, I heard Roy Wood Jr. Roy Wood Jr. is in here as well. Yep. Oh, he's Boy, there's a he's, voice you can't mistake for anyone no, else. <laughs> he's he's Monroe. He's that uh, that uh, investigator that uh, is helping to interrogate uh, Fletch. You also get uh, Robert Picardo and Marcia Gay Harden both donning really weird accents to kind of play Europeans, but pulling it off, I think, really well. Um, this is uh, this had us laughing like the whole way through. It's really good, and and it's. Uh, John Hamm is is kind of the master at this seemingly like always free a few steps ahead, but giving off the appearance that he's kind of bumbling. And I think he, I hate to say it, I think he does it better than Chevy Chase did. Chevy Chase always felt like he was um, smarmily laughing at everybody around him yeah. inside. John Hamm you know, is sympathetic, feels like he's sympathetic to those, to the, to the inspector and to the trainee and to also, the, uh, yeah. it needs to be a little like Leslie Nielsen in uh, naked gun, right? Like the, yeah, right. The sort of unaware 
aspect. Yes, exactly. He needs to pull that off, but also, you know, you find out, oh yeah, he's always two or three steps ahead. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin's got a great role as this art dealer, this germaphobe art <laughs> dealer. Uh, this is this is fantastic. Currently, just streaming on Showtime right now. So if you're if you're doing the Showtime thing because you're watching Kevin can f himself, which you should be watching Kevin can f himself, then uh, then you can watch this. But I'm sure before too long, it'll probably come to Paramount Plus because it is a Paramount Pictures film. Hmm. That uh, got released a little over a month and a half ago. I, uh, I I have an unreasonable irritation with movie titles that have commas in them. <laughs> but I'm That's gonna I'm gonna let this one go because it's it's literally the book name, right? It is literally the book name. Yeah. But, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So, girl interrupted really rubbed you the wrong yeah. way. It does. It drives me crazy. I don't like when commas are in there. To me, it's a sentence that's like half there. It's not really a title. I don't know why. Uh, what if it? What if it's required by grammar? So, like the movie title: Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Comma, Missouri. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Um, what about the, you know what? That's a good the case. Coward Robert Ford. That one they, I think had like uh, semicolons and commas and <laughs> Did Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. has a comma in it. Uh, let's see. Is that true? No way. The yes, assassination Monsters of Inc. yeah, but Jesse ja- or sorry, Jesse Jackson. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford has no punctuation in it. Oh, really? It, it oh, probably it should. should, but it doesn't. <laughs> Honey, one- I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Good morning, look, Vietnam. Look I think who's proving, talking to. We're proving <laughs> actually commas make the best movies. Wait, look who's talking to doesn't have it because that doesn't oh, no because that would be what? Where would the comma be? Because it's look who's talking, comma two t o o. Oh, do they? Now I'm going to be. It doesn't have one, but it should. It should. Who's talking two? That's this '80s film guy in my head that won't let this happen. But uh, you know what? We'll allow it because it sounds great. I do. I do want to see this. I really like John Hamm a lot, and everyone else. I'm looking. Captain Kipper put a link. uh, uh, movies with commas in the title. Yeah, Three Billboards. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Scott, not a fan of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Are you? I like that movie a lot. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles has a comma and an ampersand. Yeah, it does. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Ah, damn it. You found movies I, I like. Itania? No, this is bad. <laughs> Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Ooh, I did like Itania a lot. That was really good. Yeah. The Thief, anyway, The Wife, and The Canoe. Oh. I want to make I want to make Scott's case, though. The movie title, Good Morning Vietnam, does not need a comma in the title. It works just fine yeah, without the yeah. comma. It doesn't need yeah. Good Morning Vietnam. It doesn't need like that, right? It could just be, Good Morning Vietnam! Like that, dude. Where's my car? Is it? Um, I had a question mark in that title. I had a question mark, a comma, and a question mark. I feel like it's almost too good for them because <laughs> they should be bad at grammar. <laughs> the comma actually or elevates commas. the material. Yeah, is yeah. What you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying it. recommendals seventeen things. Let me see where they're streaming. <laughs> well, speaking of recommendals, uh, anyway, let's, let's, uh, so oh, yeah. confess, Fletch, currently on Showtime, absolutely worth seeing and and uh you know i'm saying i want more john ham fletch movies because this was hilarious there's a whole series of novels right they could keep going there is yeah oh yeah tons okay awesome that's what i've been really curious uh, about what do you think about roy wood jr for next host of the daily show oh is he doing that is that happening right they're looking at him right or there's already he's he's on he's on the short list that's been uh blind dropped over and over i would uh, the I would the number that. one everybody's saying is Samantha B, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah but she's got her his own Roy thing. Junior's deadpan is perfect for that sort of thing. So I really like him a lot. Yeah. Okay, that's great news actually to hear that. I was. I uh, I'm hoping for the the dark horse. Um, oh crap! I've just lost his name. Uh, the guy who had his own 
show after the Daily Show for a couple years, and uh, he uh, his podcast is called Black on the Air. Larry Wil- Wilmore. Oh, Larry Wilmore. Wilmore! I love Wilmore. Oh, yeah, that would yeah, be that Wilmore. would. Uh, there's no way, but Larry Wilmore would be so amazing. He's great. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. He might be too far past it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh, Nicole's recommendation this week. Nicole, I see you. I've got to see. This is a YouTube link. I've got this all queued up. Do you have anything you want to say about this before I hit play? It's a documentary. It came out in 2019. I missed it. Um, I follow this the woman that made the documentary. I've even rode on a plane with her. Whoa. Wow. That's cool. So, all right. There you go. Did you guys talk about the documentary when you're on the plane? No, this was early, early in her career. Um, uh, okay. So she snored and drooled on you from the window. Seat. She was in first class. I was waiting to go stand by. She was standing next to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's who I think it is. Oh, that's <laughs> rad. Okay. And then she slinked off to fancy place on the plane. She had a, her child was very small at the time. So uh, okay. she was, fair enough. I didn't want to, I didn't want to bug her. Sure. sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, here's the, here's the deal. Why is it not making sound? Remember the kids' books in the 50s, see Dick, see Jane? And I just felt like, you know, we see Dick all the time. (laughs) I just wanted to see more Jane. Media has the power to educate, to shape people's thoughts. It also has an incredible power when you get to see someone who's like you on screen. Women's creative input is not making it into our nation's storytelling. Most of television and most of film is men making stuff for other men. We give them so few opportunities to feel inspired by the female characters. I've been one of those little girls looking for myself. Interesting. So this is is Gina. Was Gina Davis on the plane? Uh, yes, Gina Davis was wow. on my plane. <laughs> wow, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. So, that, that changes everything. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I agree. So tell me about this. This looks good. So I've been following Gina Davis for a very long time. She created the Gina Davis Institute on Gender and Media uh, quite a long time ago. And this documentary looks at the data in in a big picture kind of thing of how does, how do women get portrayed? How, how do women directors get work? And the documentary bans kind of a bunch of different topics. So like towards the middle to the end is kind of the legal battles that have happened to, to uh, address directors winning these awards and then not working at all. Mm. And um, what's her name from Kick-Ass? Um, she was in Carrie too. Chloe. <laughs> Chloe Moritz. Like, Moritz she is in it. And she talks about her. I mean, these are very famous, powerful women and they're sharing their stories of frustration, um, issues within the industry. And so I, I like this documentary cause it, it, you know, there's a lot of feelings to to that Mm -hmm. but it says gina davis says you know what i'm gonna come up and i'm gonna i'm gonna look at the facts we're gonna look at all the movies in the last you know 50 years or whatever and they did an interesting piece on it where they went so far back to silent films and women were just everywhere it wasn't until the talkies started and banks got involved that the industry changed. Mm. 
So I just found it a really fascinating kind of deep dive into women in movies. And there's this thing called the CSI effect that I had no idea. Um, and they call this when, when something gets portrayed by a woman and little girls see this and want to do that. So uh, Gina J Davis, is a, she's an archer. And so her coach was telling her about when Brave and Hunger Games came out, they saw a 105% increase in girls wanting to learn archery. Oh wow! And with the CSI effect, is the for, the forensic um, was a woman, and that industry is now full of women in forensics. Wow, so it's just wild. it's really interesting. I and they kind of go back to kind of um, TV shows, and I was kind of going through my head. What were some of the TV shows that? Uh, Real, I really loved and and I feel like they impacted me. Laverne and Shirley. Mm -hmm. Have you listened to the lyrics of Laverne and Shirley? The beginning of it. <laughs> funny, we We're gonna do it our yesterday. way. Yeah, they came up it's, yesterday. Isn't that true? Like, yeah. Did that have an effect on me? I don't know. Maybe it did. You know, and I was going, I'm going to do my thing, right? Yeah. So you just never know what's going to hit for a, a particular person um but i just i thought it was an interesting documentary documentary and i really enjoyed it we should it, say the so. name it's called this changes everything um, yes it is from 2019 it's currently on netflix, on and, netflix and a few other yeah. places there's another um, one uh, another documentary called this changes everything mm -hmm. but it's about climate change yeah, <laughs> this yeah. <is laughs> totally different movie um, this the reason doesn't have a comma that one is uh, this yeah. comma changes comma everything. <laughs> this Colin, one was interesting yeah. I, I was like, why did they call it This Changes Everything? Because they talk about when these movies came out. So like when Thelma and Louise came out, everybody was like, this changes everything. And it didn't. Mm -hmm. And like, so you have these points in, in history where you think this is going to change it. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It might move the needle just a little bit. Right. So it's just talking and trying to make us more aware with is, um, is the this the documentary is this the documentary I saw a little clip from recently where Gina Davis is talking about Bill Murray being a jerk on set to women is that the, is that the one because there's some like oh, clip no. floating around of her going no, yeah I just I yelled no 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 he yelled no. at her and like was like a total oh. weenie I mean, and then she thought it was just her but then other women on set would get yelled at the next day and she'd get overlooked and she thought well maybe I'm Maybe it isn't just me. And then she asked him and says, oh, I'm glad you're not yelling at me today. And she goes, he said something like, well, today you were a good girl or something like that. It's like really Jeez. bastardy shit to say. Yeah. And, and and that's what this kind of dives into, the secrecy of that industry. And uh, just so Dan, uh, uh, I have a question. Does this uh, documentary, because I haven't, haven't seen it yet, I'm definitely going to watch it. Do, do they uh, take any time at all to talk about what happened to Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, I don't think that, Jennifer Lawrence that monster is movie discussed. Okay. Is that the one you're no, talking she, about? She just she just was the king of all hills in Hollywood one year. Yeah. Like she was in uh, every you know she won an Oscar and had all these all this work happening, mm -hmm. and then her ability to make money plummeted. It didn't go to zero, mm -hmm. but like she went from you know commanding anything she wanted, she could direct if she wanted to, anything she wanted to do, to going back to middle of the pack and it's like what how did that happen you know what 
It's <laughs> a very weird. Yeah, that effect, was an odd you know? thing, and that monster movie in particular is it called Monster? Do I have that right? Anyway, I don't no, know, that was man. the one with. Oh, uh, are you talking about Mother? Oh, Mother, mother that's it. Okay. Mother. mother. Yeah, apparently yeah. that's that thing just was a, was horrible, a horrible experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know um, the details. But. Reese Witherspoon is in it. A lot of a lot of famous actresses are in it. Um, uh, Glenn, Glenn, not Glenn Close. Oh, uh, Mamma Mia. Shoot. Oh, is that uh, Glenn Close? No. No, uh, I know Meryl who you mean. Streep. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <laughs> so like big Hollywood, and what was happening? They 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 talk about the the guilds and how the guilds were restricting the women to even talk to one another. Like to form and to say, you know, I'm having problems. Like, it's like this weird, you're kind of siloed off to not share your experiences. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, 2019, maybe things have changed. I don't know. It just, it's a, it's a frustrating movie to watch, but I'm hopeful uh, that things are moving in the right direction well, that sounds like a, i'm absent i'm with randy i'm going to totally watch this it looks great yeah um fascinating i love i like that kind of data too where they're like let's actually dig up the last hundred years of film and let's see what what is there like that's that's way more interesting than just opinions i, I like the data that's yeah cool. well and all those little factoids that will show up throughout the the documentary yeah that's awesome uh, all right, watch. Randy. Uh, Randy, let's do you next. Do so you got a little something here? You have yeah, a I'm gonna follow a serious, important subject with some frivolity. Awesome. Uh, right. You're about to you're about to hear um, what goes down on a cruise ship that is having problems when the uh, weird captain decides to uh, address all the people who are stuck on the boat. Oh, interesting. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I know that you have some questions, and I will answer them. Don't insult us. What? How is that insulting? We know what's going on. Yeah, we know. We we hit a patch of choppy space. Mission Control said three years to get home. I was in the room. She was in the room. You know what? Better if one of us speaks, babe. Yeah, look, that, that is what I heard. Okay. I'm going to just get rid of that because it does look a little bit stark. This is Billy, our chief engineer. I'm now going to pass over the explanation baton to Billy. Go ahead. I take it. Okay. So we were due to attempt. uh, uh, Yeah. Um, So we were due to attempt. uh, Hold it further from your face. You're popping there. Okay, um, so the, the plan was to use Titan's gravity as an assist to save propellant. English, please. Which one of those words was not English, sir? Propellant. Propellant? Propellant. Just make it less uh, technical. It, you know. Uh, so um, Saturn is a, is a big, big planet um, with a big, big moon, Titan, and, and we were going to use Titan's gravity as a propellant. Propellant again. <laughs> Dude, Uh, if I I didn't know what this was, I'd swear the dialogue was like ripped from a VP episode. They're so similar. Yeah, I know. I I need you all to watch this, and and uh, I'm recommending it right now because there's a second season finally, and it's it's coming out weekly on uh, HBO Max. So you can watch the first season and catch up. This is Avenue Five. Avenue Five is a spaceship in the future. Uh, uh, A absolutely crazy uh wealthy man played by josh gad uh perfectly played by josh gad is uh is running a cruise ship 
and uh, not running. He's he's owning and and uh, terribly possessing a cruise ship that uh, things go wrong on in space. And you very quickly find out that everybody uh, that you think is running the ship is not. Uh, that was Hugh Laurie as the captain of the ship. Hugh, Hugh Laurie plays this this uh, English actor who has been aping an American accent uh, all the way until uh, <laughs> until this uh, you know accident, and then he just decides he's not going to do this anymore. Uh, right. It's just like it's a perfectly. It's a perfectly cromulent first season for a what's basically a, you know just a dark comedy. Yeah. The second season, though, you know they uh, uh, this came out. The first season came out right before COVID started, mm. and so they just took two years off, and and it, it gave uh, like writers and creators and and even these actors a lot of time to really figure out how to just pack everything into the second season. It's it's awesome. Like, yeah, I can't believe there's a second season, by the way. Yeah. So I, I watched this when it first came out. I think it even I think you recommended it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I honestly Two did years not is think such that. a long time, though. <laughs> yeah. um, but I didn't think they would do a second season. Yeah. There are a few shows it, like that that are showing so up long. again. Yeah. There's, there's a few that are showing up now that came out like tail end of 2019 that I just assumed were done. I thought this was yeah, one are of you? Them. Uh, Randy, are you into the second season yet at all? Does it keep? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm, cur- I'm current on it. I'm recommending yeah, okay. it because uh, now, after I think five episodes into the second season, uh-huh. it is it is so good. I'm seeing articles where people are like, "Get get in the pool. This is a great show, and we need to yeah. make sure that HBO makes more of them." Oh God, I thought the first season was so funny. So I'm I was really excited to see you know when they announced the second season. It was like, oh, I thought this show was was over and done. So. Oh. The orbit uh, of poo. <laughs> oh my God! Are they so? So what? I guess what they really did to amp up the comedy in the second season is they uh, they started focusing on all of the characters. Like the, it was almost like the first season was just setting up these stories, you know. And you, I mean, you may not realize that until you start seeing the stories play out. Uh, it's just uh, like, for example, uh, back on Earth in the second season, back on Earth, there is a crazy dramedy TV show where they're dramatizing what's happening out in space on Avenue Five. And so <laughs> the people on Avenue Five are able to receive, they beam the TV show, they can watch it too. Mm-hmm. And uh, they interact so kind of with each other in crazy ways because there are actors playing them back on Earth. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, awesome! Wow! All right, I'm in. I'll finally watch it. HBO Max. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's so so worth watching. So Hugh Laurie is the second season. Hugh Laurie's fantastic. There's a there like Zach the whole, Woods is uh, yes like my favorite on this, and and people know him from The Office and from Veep and. Uh, uh, in, oh, he's, in he's Avenue, so, in yeah. Avenue Five, he's kind of a uh, passenger liaison. Mm-hmm. Uh, only he's like the worst imaginable passenger liaison. Like he is trained to, uh, like help people be happy on their cruise, and he can't escape his training or something. It's really uh, it's hard to describe some of these characters, like Josh Gad. Josh Gad is is fantastic, but like he's too dumb to live. And you say like it's uh, like how do they? I don't know. It's a, a, a the the whole show. Every everybody in the cast. Yeah. Uh, I haven't mentioned any of the women. Uh, Lenora Critchlow is the is the only person who knows what how to operate this thing. <laughs> and she's amazing. 
Great. I'm in. Yeah. Sign yes, me good. up. Please watch, Scott. I will. Now, you may be wondering, uh, Scott's been watching a lot of horror movies almost nonstop for all of October, maybe a little, little even more than that. He even watched Barbarian twice. How do you clean <laughs> How do you clean your vessel after that? Well, here's what I did. Over 100,000 have hauled out on one single beach. They do so out of desperation, not out of choice. All right. I've been watching nature documentaries. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know. That just seemed like the right answer to too many horror movies is to watch too many horror docs. movies and too much just like regular right. horror in our regular lives. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to get I need to get right to the question. Is this the one with the falling sea lion? Yeah. And that's the so scene. Up. Actually, it's actually they're not uh, they're walruses and walruses. it's rough because that entire scene all is all about how because the ice receding north, the places they used to congregate for mating and a certain part of the season where they just need rest and food and all this, they they're forced now to be to congregate on these tiny strips of land that aren't big enough for them. And they're so crammed in and they're fighting all the time because they don't have room and they can't help it. And then some of them, to get out of there, the best chance they have is to dive off of this cliff and tumble down over these huge rocks, and t- and they die by the hundreds oh, because geez. they just don't have a choice. They just get shoved off there, and there's nowhere else to go. Um, it's this particular documentary, which this, is called... And this cheered you up after Barbarian. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not all this, obviously, but um, it's called Our Planet. It's a Netflix documentary. It's been a while for a while. This isn't brand oh, new, yeah. but... Um, the reason this one is interesting is it has a focus on areas of natural uh, life where climate change is having the worst impacts. Um, ice melt, you know, ice caps melting, uh, you know, various changes in ecosystems around the world. This used to be more swampy. Now it's less, or this is a dry area that's getting tropical or whatever. Um, and, and what species or what, what creatures are being directly affected. So that's the whole point of this particular series. Cool. Um, Attenborough does, of course, a million documentaries about stuff. Everyone's seen Planet Earth and all the other cool stuff he's done. This is right up there with those in terms of its photography and its insane vistas. And I cannot believe they filmed this creature doing a certain thing kind of stuff. Um, it's beautiful. That. It's in 4K. If you can watch it that way, I recommend it. Uh, it's just awesome. I really like it a lot. And our planet, while it has that that sting of like, man, we're really effing things up around here. So here's how we could fix it. Um, it it's still, you know, it's it's not a negative fest. It's also kind of a celebration of what natural life is doing out there. Like one thing I didn't know, I always assume, oh, the ice caps are melting, so that means all these problems, and you can make a list of problems. But what I didn't realize is just under them are these weird little shrimp-looking creatures that are constantly feeding on the algae created uh, between the ice and the sun and the where, the where the sun comes and hits a certain way and creates this cool. algae. So this whole ecosystem of those things lives underneath those caps. So those go away. They go away. If they go away, these fish that eat them go away. And the fish, the birds that eat those fish go away. Like it's just this huge domino effect. It is gnarly. Anyway, it's really good. I recommend it. Our Planet is the series. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's just it's just so heartbreaking. Like yeah. the, it came out three and a half years ago. And I, I I know this because every now and then someone brings it up on like Reddit. And mm-hmm. my kid was a little too young, but there was a whole generation of kids that were in like high school and were shown this as it was coming out on Netflix. And then now they're older and they're on 
online and you know you bring up the falling walruses and they all cry they're like why did why did our teacher you know mm-hmm. scar us for life with sure. this thing sure sure yeah no it's 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 an it's crazy and it, it's not i don't find it preachy if that's what anyone might be worried about here like i understand that for some reason humans have turned climate change into a, po- a political football and that sucks and we're dumb for doing it um, but if you're worried about coming into this and just getting preached at, that isn't what this is. It's just laying it out, saying here it is on in 4K, beautiful widescreen video for you to see the impact. And also, we're going to teach you a few things about what lives here and what what breeds here and and how that affects this and where these ecosystems are connected and how it freaking works. That's why I think this one's important. So people should check it out. It is on Netflix. Anybody have a favorite David Attenborough that isn't? a nature documentary oh my gosh i don't know i'm just like curious like have you ever seen him outside i don't think i've ever seen him do anything outside of that i thought thought his brother richard was the only one that acted did he do acting as well um not exactly but i mean like i've seen him like interviewed on a tv show where you know he talked about something else anything else Mm. i like him as a cop on the edge in uh Was he was he cashing checks? His car couldn't cash or whatever. That's right. It's exactly right. Yes, okay. he's cashing checks that his uh, his description of nature couldn't cash. That sounds about right. <laughs> his description of nature. Here we see the female breaking the law. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, uh, there's your list. We will put these up on uh, quicktms.li. And they're already uh, there, man, they're yep, already there. They're already there. So you can go get those. If you didn't hear any of them, well, shitoutofluck.com. That's what you got there. Sorry, Christine. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, you guys got anything cool going on you want to tell people about? I know we got Film Sack this weekend, Randy. We should probably mention that real quick. What are we watching? Do you remember? We're watching True Lies, as you said a half hour ago. Yep, I forgot and already. And it's gonna be it's gonna be really really great. I can't believe we've made it 13 years and we're not seeing this yet. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, the truest of lies is that we never saw it. Now we're gonna see it. That'll be great. Nicole, do you got anything going on? Uh, Mark is gonna release a video on Instagram tomorrow. Mm. And it's our first true collaboration project. Ooh. Kind of cool. Can I I have a moment to interrogate something uh, from Wood Whisperer Land? Do it. Sure. Um, So I I like, I love his uh, TikTok videos. Oh, I hear a butt coming. They always always seem to start in the middle and end before the end. And I'm just curious, (laughs) like, is that on purpose? Is that an intentional thing that's like supposed to lure you to some other channel? No, I don't know what they're doing. We have somebody doing that for us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you've talked about this before. You've got like a service that does this, right? And they're pulling. Yes. Yeah. And I need to talk to them apparently now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I think it's fantastic. I just like, I want to just, I wanted to know if that was something you were doing or someone else, someone else was choosing to do. Yeah. Also, by the no. way, your first, you have two other collaboration projects uh, in the form of your children. So I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> this is true. I, I'm talking, this collaboration is woodworking and lasers. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah, wooden so lasers. I'm into lasers right now. Oh man, wood and the wood and laser show should be an sh- offshoot. Get this going, make this happen. Uh, all right, well done. Uh, it's always good to talk to you guys. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Bye, and I'll Bye. see you soon. Uh, okay, they left on their own. Yeah. <laughs> have to remove them manually. <laughs> they left on their own. Um. So, all right, I think we're good to go. I think I was looking up David Attenborough. He's never done anything other than this. His brother was an actor, though. Yeah, yeah. 
So I think I think maybe he was mixing those two up. I well, think. I mean, I think Randy was talking more about like when he when he's a guest on somebody's interview show or something like that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hard but, to say. But no fiction, no like uh, <laughs> David Attenborough. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> He was the T Rex. A road on, uh, trip movie across the country. Or something like that. That'd be cool. To do that with his brother. They could do a Jurassic yeah. Park spinoff. And oh, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. the two uh, Hammond brothers, or not Hammond brothers. The two. Uh, what was his name on Jurassic Park? He was uh, Doctor yeah, Doctor Hammond, right? Wasn't no, it was it Hammond. Yeah, it was Hammond. Yeah, the Hammond brothers. The Hammond brothers. <laughs> Hammond right. cheese. The new movie coming from the Attenborough brothers. Yep, watch for it. Coming soon. Quick email to end things today. This is an email from Jeff Sire, our old pal Jeff. Sure. I knew he would have thoughts on helmets. I yeah. just knew it. Yeah. So he wrote in and says, Scooter and Biker, just some perspective on helmets and laws from someone who rides. First off, if you talk about 100 bikers, you will get 100 different opinions. And this is just one of mine. Or this one is just mine. Motorcycling is inherently more dangerous than driving a car. Check. That is true. Mm -hmm. So I can understand the argument that someone is forcing you to wear a helmet for safety is the first step towards uh, telling you that you can't ride at all because it's too dangerous. Okay, so I hadn't even thought of of that. Like, if you're a biker, this is the problem with gun owners, right? If somebody says, well, Well, we just need to have logical gun things, their brain says, oh, you're going to keep doing that until you chip it away until I can't have a gun at all. Yeah, but I mean, does does people do people telling you that you need to wear a seatbelt? Uh, is do you consider that to be the first step towards people telling you you can't ride in a car at all because it's too dangerous? No, that that his but, sentence I don't agree with, but I agree but, I agree with you that that's a weird thing, but I agree that that is the way people's brains go. I guess okay. what I'm saying is right. I think they're inherently wrong, just like you do. He's yeah. and I don't think he's arguing for them either. He's just saying that's where some people's heads go. I totally get okay. how okay. people think. I get you. Yep. Yeah. Especially gun owners. They they just they think any foray into sa- into safety right. is stuff a, is a is a slow path towards taking away your gun. Yeah. That, a slippery slope. Right slope, okay. which is annoying as hell because that isn't what it is. But anyway, uh, he says people who ride without a helmet make me that make the trade off of safety versus individual liberty, and I get and agree with that uh, for you Americans, but. In Canada, we have a socialized healthcare system. Socialized is not the communism for all the people who suddenly have steam jetting out of their ears. It just means collectively covering an expense. Like how y'all pay for the fire department uh, and we all love our first responders, right? Yeah. Good job, Jeff. You need to move down here and yes, help some people. Exactly. I like his explanation of socialism. Uh, so he says, so in a socialized system, uh, that means I'm paying for your health care and that gives me the right to tell you to shut up and put a helmet on. We recently made religious exceptions up here in Ontario for Sikhs who can ride without helmets because of their turbans. However, they don't have to pay a premium on their insurance. I'm sorry, they have to pay a premium on their insurance. They don't have to pay a premium on their insurance. Oh, that they should. I read that as don't or they I read that as do because I think they should. Like if you're if everyone else has to wear a helmet, you have a religious exemption for a turban, but that turban's not going to protect you in an accident. Right. You should probably pay a premium. You think? Like there's your trade off. I don't think yeah. religion should get you uh, out of that kind of shit. Get you a coupon for discounted uh, no. insurance? No. I don't think that works sure. at all. Anyway, sure. he says, uh, however, they don't have to pay a premium on their insurance to ride without a helmet. So in my opinion, this is wrong and there should be an exemption, religious or not. I agree. Or exception, rather. On the last note, I rode one time from South Dakota without a helmet from my hotel in Chamberlain to the restaurant a couple of miles away. I felt super weird to me, or it felt super weird to me, and I've never done it again, and that was 2007. Uh, thanks, Jeff. P.S. 
Uh, it was on this ride when I emailed Scott that I'd ride out to Salt Lake City to watch a movie with him if he ever decided to do that nerd, that weird nerdtacular again, LOL. Sent from Jeff Swan. <laughs> Interesting perspective. I mean, this dude's got like the big coast-to-coast, you know, cruiser bike um, and knows as much as anybody does about these kind of bikes. And um, I would trust his opinion above most uh, when it yeah. comes to helmets and yeah. stuff. I'm not saying you should be forced to do anything. I'm a big believer in don't force people to do stuff. Sure. But sure. I think if you're going to be a dipshit, um, you got to. There are consequences to being a dipshit. So, yeah, but then then do you, then do you say, well, if you're going to be a dipshit, we're not going to pay for your health care when you get in a uh, an accident. Hundred percent, I would say that. I would say okay. I wouldn't say I'm not going to pay for your health care. What I would say is you're going to pay a premium. Yeah. To for the right to do this thing that the I, rest of us I aren't agree doing, with that, right? Because we were talking like that came up during. Um, during this pandemic that we're still in that people <laughs> want to say is over, but um, where, you know, we said, all right, if you refuse to get the vaccine, then you shouldn't get the advantages. You shouldn't get the priorities of the the healthcare, you know, that people who did get the vaccine, but are still um, suffering from COVID. Get. Right, right. If you're making it harder for everybody else, because you just have some personal reason, like, I just, I don't yeah. know, like, if the science has one thing to say and you want to say a different thing, it's your right to you know say what? it, but you don't and, and, get you're not I'm, first in line. And and now that you now we've made that comparison, I'm with you then on the on the yeah, you should pay a premium if you refuse to follow the you know, the guidance that will prevent you having to require us to pay for your health care. Yeah. So, and especially yeah, so for I'm, religious stuff. Freaking F that. I'm sick of that. It's garbage. Yep. Religious yep. exemptions can eat a toe. Hey, look at this. I'm I'm sitting here with my toe? pants. Are you going to show me a toady? No, but this is weirder. I'm checking. I've got these pants on. I haven't worn before, and uh-huh. they're nice. I like them. Kim got them for me. These are just like kind of orange, almost colored slacks. I like them. But I'm sure. pulling. I'm pulling at a string. I think of the thing, and I pull it out. Brian, there's an entire length of floss like in my. Floss. It's in my pants. Yeah. It's a floss in my pants. Why? I don't know. That's and it bizarre, was, Scott. It was way up there. I go to pull just the tag, and I could feel it all the way up my calf, all the way out. <laughs> you were like, butt floss basically is what you're wearing? Is it I don't know. I don't like this at all. I'm going to talk to Kim. Where'd she get these pants? Maybe maybe she was flossing while she was uh, washing them and uh, folding them. And uh, Maybe. Have they even been through the wash yet? Yeah. So, well, I think she, wa- she pre-washes everything she-, she ever buys, so I think so. Okay. But okay. I'll ask. So, yeah, that could have happened in there, right? The the wash could have gotten a little piece of floss yeah. from a sock that grabbed it on the way to the hamper or whatever. And I got floss pants. Floss pants. Panty floss. Anyway, thanks, Jeff, for your email. If you'd like to send us emails, you can. Themorningstream at gmail.com or keep those texts flowing, 801-471-0462. We are out of here. Big thanks to everybody for joining our Patreon. If you haven't joined it yet, now's the time. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place. You'll never get an ad. You get pre-show content every day. We got these great couch parties we do on the Fridays. We're doing one this week. I think we still have to pick what we're doing, but we're doing it. We do. We still have to pick it, but uh, I'm sure we'll pick something fun. It'll be great. I'm sure. Uh, Art in the mail, of course. We got our play dates. And there's other monthly benefits that you can find all about over at patreon.com slash TMS. And for everything else you're trying to do to contact us, to be a part of the community or otherwise, you can find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. That's it. We got to get out, yeah. but we can't do it without a song. Hey, before the song, I was going to say, did uh, did uh, Major Spoilers 1000 go up yet? It, oh, I don't know if it went up yet, but it did get recorded last night. And uh, cool. we had a great time. Steven was uh, uh, a gracious host as always. And those guys have been at it for a really long time. They did kind of like us. Like you get to a certain number. Like 
You know how everybody, yeah. when you get to 100, you lose your minds and have clip shows yeah, and yeah. go crazy? I mean, you, because most podcasts die before 100. It's, right. it's just a fact. Yeah. yeah, it's an important landmark. You hit it, and then you move on. Well, if you move on long enough, let's say 1,000 episodes, what you end up doing is saying, hey, it's our 1,000th episode, but then you just make an episode, right? Well, that's what they did, and it was great. Yeah. It was nice to be a part of it. I really had a good time, and uh, if it's out, oh, it's, they say it's out, so go check it out hey, at MajorSpoilers.com. Yeah, we had a ball. All right, uh, Brian, sorry. Excellent. Song. No, no, that's all right. I wanted to make sure that got a little plug. Uh, All right. Dean wrote in. uh, It is still, as of yesterday and today, it is still Dia de los Muertos, los Muertos. I can't say it without pulling that quick change uh, (laughs) uh, clip right there. Uh, So it's appropriate to still play the song. Dean says, dear Scott and Brian, I was wondering if you could play a cover of the song from one of my favorite films. Thanks. Signed, Dean. Well, yes. The song is Remember Me. From uh, Coco, sung by Ernest de la Cruz. Oh, it's such a good and, song. Um, I love it. It so. really is. It makes me want to watch this movie again because I forgot how much I loved it. And the and the one that came out that was similar to this at the same year was the Book of Life or the Book of Life. Yeah, I think the that's Book it. of Life. Yeah, yeah also very, very good. similar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is a little shorty short song. It's only a minute long, uh, but it's lovely. It's Christina Perry from her songs for. Uh, Carmela lullabies and sing-alongs from 2019. It is Remember Me. Carmela. Love it. All right. <laughs> Gabagool. All right, we're going to do it right now. Enjoy this. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow for more TMS. Remember me Though I have to say goodbye Remember me Don't let it make you cry For even if I'm far away I hold you Sing a secret song to you Each night we are apart Remember me Though I have to travel far Remember me Each time you hear a sad guitar Know that I'm with you The only way that I can be Until you're in my arms again This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.